We acknowledge and respect the first humans of the unceded land we call San Francisco, the Ramaito Shaloni. We condemn the genocide of these and other tribes across the Western Hemisphere. We honor their legacy and history, and we support rematriation and sovereignty efforts. The Giants haven't exactly had the kind of season we wanted, especially after their success last year. Nevertheless, going to a game at the ballpark is a special experience. Our day recording for this episode was the first time Michelle and I had spent a Giants game on the water in McCovey Cove. Turns out, it was made even more special that day by something that happened in the third inning. As we learned in part one, McCovey Cove Dave, who was in the water that day, nabs around half of all baseballs hit into the cove. But this day, it was the underdog who came out on top. I'm, uh, I'm John Tegg. John Tegg, and this is, is this your first This is my hit? first splash hit, a home run. Awesome. You, I got two foul balls. You just now caught, got this one, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell folks who aren't here what happened. Uh, what happened, I just was, you know, you got to be in the right spot at the right time and go for it, you know, and, uh, you know, I was just, you know, I know each day you, get, you just got to, you know, I waited a few other days, whole games, nothing happens, you know. And, yeah, uh, no water, yeah. no balls in the water. Yeah, man, it's it's really nice. It's really nice. I can't believe it. That must have been, I mean, the thrill of going for it and then getting it must have been. Well, yeah, and it's a Giants guy, you know, 95, and, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. Just some quick context around how rare splash hits are. 2022 is the Giants' 23rd season in this ballpark. They play 81 games here each year, plus more when they reach the playoffs. That's more than 1,600 games played, with at least three batters coming up to the plate in each of the nine or possibly a few more innings of every game. Of those total number of Giants at bats, on that day in July, we witnessed only the 95th time a home run has landed in the water. The good news, if you will, is that they've hit two more since Lamont Wade Jr.'s blast. And as of this recording, the total number of giant splash hits sits at 97. Now let's meet a few more of the colorful, vibrant, happy crowd in McCovey Cove that day. Can you just tell, tell us your name and... and uh, yeah, my name is Forrest. Cool. How long have you been coming out here, Forrest? Oh, man, this is only my second time. Second game ever? No, second in McCovey Cove. But he, second time? In the time water. During yeah. the Giants game. Yeah, that's right. Because you look the part. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And that is a compliment. Thank I you. Say. No, I, uh, I rented a kayak this time. I have my own. Yeah. But I thought, you know, this time I'm, I'm here with my buddies. I thought it'd be easier if I just rented with them. Uh, what can you tell us about... I say watching, experiencing a Giants game from McCovey Cove. Oh, man, it's a lot of fun. I like uh, the energy out here a lot. Uh, everyone out here is really friendly. Um, I, I definitely, it's it's the more economical way to go, too. <laughs> like, right. let's, let's be real. Let's be I packed honest. my own lunch, um, brought some beverages for myself, and, you know, just came out here versus if you do the uh, 
you go in the ballpark, everything's like 20 bucks plus. So it's fun. I got my waterproof radio so I can listen to the radio like, broadcast. I mean, you're kind of, you're like a pro. I'm going to call I'll you a pro. It. Yeah. Yeah. You said this is only your second game uh, and we just experienced the splash hit. Yeah. Is that your first splash hit? Out no. Here? The, um, oh. the first time I came out here, uh, my friends and I, we, we were a little more like, uh, we thought a little more deeply. Like, so we looked at which team was hitting the most home runs that year. I can't remember what year it was, but it was around the year when the uh, the Astros won the World Series. Okay. And the Astros at the time were hitting the most home runs. Okay. So we circled that on the calendar. We're like, we're going to an Astros game here at Oracle. Uh, so we came out here for that, and I think yeah, they hit quite a few balls in the water. I can't remember how many of them were actual home runs. Right. Uh, some of them. Some of them were foul. Some of them were foul. Right. Some, some of them might have even bounced. But okay. Um, but yeah, some of the balls hit the water that game too. So you're a splash hit purist. Like if it bounces yeah, not in, like you're not like Dave over here. <laughs> yeah, we've just been talking to Dave a lot. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's my spirit animal. I want to be like him when I retire. He's got a lot of um, information in his head. I'm, I'm sure he does. It's really impressive. I was watching him earlier, and he's like, uh, he was very stoic the way he was sitting in the water. He had his headphones on. Yep. I can only assume he's listening to the radio broadcast. But well, and you probably noticed that depending on the batter, he'll like move around. He'll position yeah. himself. Yeah, if it's somebody who's probably going to hit one over here, he gets he gets ready. But for like it. specific places in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's intense. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, Forrest, I think you're also, um, you say like it's the it's the teams that hit the most home runs. But if you're two for two, I think it's partly you and your presence. <laughs> God, your I presence. hope so. We should tell uh, Gabe Kapler that. You know, I should come out we here should. more often. <laughs> I'm Jen. I'm from San Diego. Oh, okay. Is this your first time out here? or? Yeah, this is our first time in McCovey Cove. Okay, because you look the part. <laughs> you, got, you guys have your Giants gear on. We're Giants nice. fans. I grew up in the Bay Area. Okay. Um, so we've been to lots of games, but this is our first time out in the Cove. That's kind of exciting. Yeah. What, uh, why did you guys choose today? Well, we're, we're headed up just on vacation. We're going to Tahoe later this week. So this is the last game before... I'll start break, so we're right. here. And we saw a splash hit. Yes, and we saw a splash How hit. was that for it you guys? It was awesome. We're sad we didn't get it, but. Right. <laughs> Still cool to see, right? Yes, totally, totally. Yeah. Cool. Do you think you'll do this again? Absolutely. Yeah, it's super fun. We have our own kayaks and stuff, so. I saw that. Can you tell folks about your kayak? Because. Well, we like. They're not all inflatable. Yeah, so they. They are inflatable. Uh, we have this. a paddleboard and two inflatable kayaks. We nice. got them during like quarantine yeah. when there was nothing else to do. So yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. We were curious to know what it was like out here in the water during the COVID-shortened season back in 2020. Here's our captain again, Jay Brummel, to describe that scene. Yeah, it was such a nice thing to just be able to get out of the house and like. You know, be kind of like part of the game because there was no other fans. Like, it was just so quiet. It was the weirdest, weirdest thing. Well, there were those. Didn't they do, like, the cutouts that they put? Oh, that's Like, behind right. home. Play? Yeah, I forgot about it. So there was some, and some I think virtual people, fans. People would, like, pay to get their own likeness yeah, yeah. out there. Gosh, but yes, there like were so long ago. There were no, <laughs> cor- well, correct. Time. What is time? Yeah. Um, but there were no actual human fans. Right. What was the cove like that? shortened year like was it crowded out here it was when the weather was nice yeah right because like 
everybody was just pent up and wanted something to do. And this was like a safe thing you could do outdoors with, you know, you could keep six feet away from that other guy's boat. And if he got too close, you could put your mask on. And it was cool. Right. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like after 9-11 yeah. when baseball came back and they're like, now, now we're back. Yeah. Did yeah. it have that feeling of like, okay, now life is kind of It was, yeah, kinda, that was kind of like the, the start or like it was starting to turn in the right direction that we can at least go out of the house and be outside and it's some resemblance of yeah. the before times even because i i would argue that we're still not back but yeah um, but yeah there was like the the last or i think it was like a play-in game but it was technically like a you know a, a playoff game and if the giants won oh right they would have been in the in the playoffs right and there was like 150 people out here Jeez. and we were making so much noise we're like banging the side of the boat and screaming and yelling and and I don't know if the players could hear us or not, but like at the end of the broadcast, John Miller was like, and you know, I, I walked over to the port walk and there was like so many fans out in the cove and they really were like trying to make a difference on the game. And it was like, yeah, John Miller noticed us. That's so cool. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, it was just such a relief to, to just be able to get out and be around people again. But, you know, it was kind of safe because we were outside and yeah, it was like one of the few highlights of the lockdown for me for sure was it strange not hearing the crowd noise it was really strange yeah did you get <laughs> did you come out more than once or yeah, oh yeah we came out a lot so did you kind of uh, yeah, i mean you could hear the bat crack and <sighs> it was crazy wow so did you kind of get used to that ex that type of experience yeah yeah and then i guess in 2021 they had just like regular opening day with fans yeah well there was like it was limited capacity limited, at the beginning right. of the season and then right. they they kept gradually knocking it back up to full full strength so right would you say it's crowded out here today yeah there's a this good a, i mean this is like a little bigger than average for a sunday yeah if the weather was better it would be like a few more people if it was like right. a dodger game a lot of times like dodger people will drive up and like bring their kayak and then oh. But it's, it's nice out here. It's like there's not all the animosity that you get on the land, you know. It's like out here, it's like, oh, you came all the way up here and you want to hang out in the Cove and you're a Dodger fan and you didn't bring any beer. Here, have a beer, you know. It's not right. like F you, F the Dodgers, well, blah, it, blah, blah. It is another version of Northern California being like, hey, Southern California, here's, here's some water. <laughs> exactly. And here's McCovey Cove Dave again. I've been doing it over 20 years, but really as a regular since late 2005. And uh, I'm hoping to go as long as I can go. You know, I'm 66 now, but I aspire for 75. I don't know if it's possible, but yeah. but I, that's my goal. It's my goal, and uh, I'd like to um, I'd like to play more games in the Cove than any giant plays inside. I'm in oh. fourth place now, so. It'll be a it'll be a tough goal for me, but growing up, my favorite player was Willie McCovey, and he played 1,100 games at Candlestick, and I went to a number of them. But right now, uh, Belt is just above me, but he's getting towards the end of his career, and Posey is ahead of me, but he's not moving any because no, he's stuck at 690. Okay. And uh, what's your number? I'm about 620 today. I think it's actually 619 today. So, okay. Um, you, right now, if Belt and Crawford are in their final year or two, then they'll stop, and then I can start gaining ground. You can the, keep going. The hard one is Crawford. He's the only person above 700 games. He has about 750 total games. It'll be tough. It'll be very tough for me. But if I can get to 900, I think 
I got him. Where's the party when you it? It'll be a big party. It'll be it'll be a big party if I get there. And um, so that's one of my goals. And oh, you asked about like Barry. So Barry hit 35 home runs that were full splat and three bouncings. So I got to 39, one more than him in 10 less games. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's maybe different, but yeah. I, and so. So you're saying you should be in the Hall of Fame as well? I don't know. Well, you know, there is actually a chance. It's kind of crazy, I but the so. Hall of Fame has my name has gotten brought up. It they have yeah. like a little. It's like a bathroom-sized room for fans. Okay. And so if you go in there now, it's actually people that have been to like 35, 45 straight years, and they made every game. Oh, wow. And so I'm different than I'm kind of a participant. So I'm not going to make the number of games they did, but but uh, I may have more games than any player at the park. So, right. So if I did get in, invited to join, I would donate my balls towards them and my old kayak and all this stuff. So my... I actually know someone there, and my name got brought up as an early mention. He's too young, too young. Okay. But, but anyhow, I did get an honorable mention a couple of years ago. So you never know. We'll make sure that uh, that, that the Hall of Fame hears this podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> but also, if the Giants uh, create a Hall of Fame ever and, and yeah. invited me, I would donate my stuff towards them too. So that's one reason why I'm saving my special home run balls here and uh, lots of pitchers. If they want it. I'll give them a Covey Cove history, and I'd be proud. Absolutely. I, I just remembered a question I was curious about with any of, of you all out here, which is, do you know, like, for, I'm thinking, yes. for instance, yes. this, for me, this is sort of an analog of those folks in Chicago at yes. Wrigley across yes. the way. Yes. Do you, are you in touch with yes. any of those people? Yes. Okay. So what happened? Am, am I right? It's kind of a similar experience. It's the same thing. So... Unpaid what, attendance. So what we're called, what we call ourselves are ball hawks, like the bird. And there's a nationwide thing. I talk to the ball hawks on other parks and congratulate them on their catches. And so... What are some other examples besides Wrigley? So um, the people that I talk to are in the stands. So today oh, there's okay. some guys in the stands here that are trying. And also some of the guys up here on the uh, arcade wall are people trying to catch home runs just right. like me. But they're trying to catch them on the fly. And they they basically do the same thing but not in a kayak. And, and they're... They're trying to catch them in the air, but most of them probably 90% bounce a couple times before they get them. But we even have a website where you kind of log in. Like, I'm kind of fifth all time for the most home runs on there. But there have been people have been doing this since they were really young. I started really as a 50-year-old is when I kind of got, got and the this, bug. And this website is for all of MLB or just here? No, it's basically yeah, it's all for all MLB, got and it. it's uh, mygameballs.com. Okay. Mygameballs.com. Uh, but we talk... I congratulate people when they make a great catch, and yeah. I, I also I compete inside. I go to maybe fifteen games at different parts gonna, inside. Yeah, so I was wondering. I actually made in 2017. I made the uh, fan catch of the year. They evaluated on Twitter for difficulty, okay. and yeah, so yeah. I made the fan catch out of the year in 2020 here. But I made it inside on dry land with, with, with a glove or bare with hand. A oh no, glove. Yeah. Running down, almost looked like I was gonna go over the edge of the bleacher oh, left field. Oh. But I hung on. And, yeah. And uh, it was scary for others. It wasn't that scary for me. I felt like I could do it. So I was wondering, Dave, what is it that makes you get in the water versus? Oh rowing? yes, yes. It's it's mainly. What are the conditions? I need to. So let, let's say the ball lands me and some other kayakers and they're coming directly on and every once in a while our kayaks like like jousters we hit like perfectly smack 
and almost all, most of my competition will not get in the water. So if the ball is like at the front of us, at that point when I hit, I just jump in. I'm a good swimmer, and my sense is dead. It makes better TV anyhow. So, nice. um, so far, I, I am a 9 for 11 in swim. So I, a oh. couple times I've missed, but about 80%. That's it. San Francisco Bay has drawn humans to this area for thousands of years. It's a huge part of the present-day charm and attraction. If you haven't been out on the water, hop on one of the many ferries and soak in the magic. For us, being aboard the canoe slowly paddling toward the cove from Mission Creek houseboats, and opening up to the expanse where Oracle Park sits, was transformative. Once the humans started making their way toward the cove in kayaks and other floating vessels, a true spontaneous community developed right before our eyes. And perhaps the best part of it all, going to a Giants game in McCovey Cove doesn't cost a dime. Music for the podcast was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Original photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our fourth season, we have more than 190 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can, please rate and review our show so we can reach even more folks. We love email. Drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay strong, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.